You're listening to Gifted with Sheila White, a podcast that will inspire you. Its purpose is to uplift and entertain creatives to pursue their passions through their gifts. Sheila White is a film and television producer, author, and entrepreneur. And in each episode, Sheila talks with gifted individuals about their journey and the lessons they've learned. It will also inspire you to make an impact, living your best purpose-driven life with clarity. And now, here's your host, Sheila White. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome again to today's show. I am so excited to be talking to this guest that we have today. He's a friend and uh, there's a lot of things that has been going on in his life. And this show is all about gifting and what, how your gift can impact the world. And this individual that we have on the show today definitely is a testament to what you can do with a life that is turned over to Christ, fully surrendered to Christ. And so I am so excited to have our guest with us on today. His name is Antoine Walker, and he's worked in the telecommunication industry for over 25 years. He's a co founder of We Are Walkers United, an organization on a mission to unify believers walking together with Jesus Christ to live an abundant life. Mr. Walker currently hosts several uh, shows, including The Truth and Testimony Tuesday on Facebook, Instagram, as well as on Creative Motion Network. And we're going to get into a little bit of that, but I'm just so excited to have my dear friend who is also a husband, a dedicated father, a pastor. The list could go on and on and on, but we're going to do some deep sea diving and get into some of his story, how he's impacting the world and impacting the community on what's going on in his life and what's going on in his ministry. Welcome, 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 my friend, Pastor Walker. Thank you. Thank you for having, having me as your guest today, Sheila. Really appreciate it. You know, there's so many things that we could talk about. There's a number of things. Right now you have a, there's a hit show that's on another network <laughs> that, that that show is on, um, Family Futures Today, which is another television program that you've been on too. And people are loving that. We got a call this morning, as a matter of fact, and people are like, when is that? Air going to air again. When is the next season of that show going to come on? <laughs> so, so you guys are just a hit, you and your wife, Danielle. Um, but, you know, I know that you've been in the telecommunication business for over 25 years. And that in itself is a huge job connecting people all over the world to telecommunications. But now you're in the telecommunication business for God. You're a pastor. So you're doing communication of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ all over the world. Tell us a little bit about how the transformation came from going from telemark telecommunications to becoming this telecommunication pastor, so to speak. Tell us about that. Well, I, I've, you know, that's been a calling on my life for four years. And I've been running from that particular calling uh, to God has been calling me to become a pastor. And it wasn't until, up until about three months ago when I contracted COVID. Uh, and I spent three weeks in the hospital. Uh, two of those weeks were in the ICU and uh, a weekend recovery uh, when God made it clear uh, that when he brings me out of this, he wanted me to do what he created me to do. Mm. And that's to become a pastor. So like I mentioned, I've been running from that calling for years. Uh, and, and, and a lot of it has to do because I was a believer that you had to go to seminary and 
Mm-hmm. You had to be a theologian. And when I was talking to God about in the hospital, I said, I don't have any background in doing this. Uh, he said, you don't worry about it. Uh, I would take care of that. You just need to do what I've asked you to do. And he also made it clear to me that if you don't do, what do I need you for? Mm, I wow. created you for a purpose. Uh, I created you to do my will. You've been created by me. Mm-hmm. So if you're not doing my purpose, what do I need you for? I can just go find somebody else to do it. Wow. But that doesn't mean that we'll come with consequences or or anything like that when we become disobedient to God. So mm. it's interesting because you said you have been running kind of like Jonah <laughs> running yeah. like Jonah had been running and then something traumatic had to happen to him for him to say yes. Yeah. Now this COVID thing, I know it's something that's going on a worldwide situation right now, but I know that your wife was also struck with this as well. You know, at the same time, tell us a little yeah, bit about she's that. Been about, she spent about three or four days in the hospital. So it didn't hit her as hard as it hit me. She went in the day after I did. And uh, mm. it, it it was a it was very different. I've been with with you know with Danielle for thirty years. Okay, uh, we've been married for twenty two years. We met when we were eighteen years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to have both of us out, uh, you know, in the hospital at the same time, mm. really, really had me thinking about my purpose here on Earth. Mm. You know what you know what am I here for? Okay, uh, what's really going on? Uh, and I believe God, for me, and this is just for me, mm-hmm. I believe God allowed this situation to happen to get my attention. Mm. Uh, like, like you mentioned, Jonah. Mm-hmm. He said enough for my calling. And Jonah ran all over the countryside trying to hide and run and ended right back where he was supposed to be, where God wanted him to be. Mm. Uh, so for me, it was more of an awakening. Mm. Uh, for me and my family say, hey, this is what I, I created you for. Uh, you can see what can happen in the blink of an eye. Mm. And I need for you to be obedient in, in this walk. How You know, with you and your wife both down at the same time, I know you have children. How did this affect the home life as far as them seeing both of their parents, you know, going through this illness, not knowing when you're going to come out, if you're going to come out? How did this affect the morale in the home with the, uh, the rest of the family members? Well, you know, it's 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 funny. You know, my oldest, she's away in college in Arizona. She goes to Grand Canyon University, mm-hmm. uh, which is a Christian college. Uh, my youngest, who's 18, was here. Uh, but it's funny how God gives you peace. Mm. See, when we look at a storm that you might be in, the storm is not to take you out. Mm. The storm, if we're following Jesus, is to bring us through. Mm-hmm. So we've been teaching our kids for years that when things happen, we have they have to trust God. So they wasn't worried at all. Okay. Uh, uh, you know, they were FaceTimers and do those things, but the Lord still provided for them. My youngest daughter, it's, it's funny how things work out. My uh, youngest daughter, she received, someone sent her $400 mm. to her account so mm. she can do Uber Eats and do all the things that she needed to do. Wow. So when God, when God has us in the storm, remember, he's right in the storm with us. Mm. When he was on the boat with the, uh, uh, when Jesus was on the boat, he was actually in the storm mm. with them. And, you know, he was asleep. So God is always in the storm with us. So the storm is not to take you out. Okay. It's to get you through. Yes. And, and if you put faith and trust in him, 
he's going to get you through the storm. So the girls were taken care of. They were at peace. Mm-hmm. Uh, they knew God would, 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 would bring us through. And here we are today. Wow. You know, you went through a challenge and that was like a valley moment for you in your mm-hmm. life. Um, and I know there's times that you just probably prayed like, God, you know, what are you trying to tell me? As you said earlier, this is a, this is a moment. What was the turning point for you? How long were you in that that valley that until you said, okay, God, I get it. You know, Jonah was in the belly of the whale for just so many days. It wasn't right. like he was in there for like a month. He kind of got the message. How long did it take for you to get the message that God was speaking to you to, to make a turn, to, to make that change or to say yes to what he wanted you to do? Yeah. Even when, you know, that's even when I was picked up, when the uh, ambulance came and picked me up, Mm-hmm. Uh, and my oxygen level was at 60%. Mm-hmm. It still didn't register in my mind what was going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get to the hospital. They put me in this room. I still can't comprehend what's actually happening to me. Uh, mm-hmm. And it wasn't up until they rolled me to the ICU. I'm like, well, where's, where am I at? They say, you're on anticipate care. I say, anticipate care? What's going on? Mm-hmm. Uh, because I still haven't realized the severity of COVID, the, the level of COVID. Because COVID hits people different ways. Yes, yes. And it wasn't until it was probably two days later, Dr. came in. He said, Mr. Walker, we have you at 200% oxygen, which is the highest they can give you inside the hospital. The machine doesn't go any higher than that. They said, if we don't get your oxygen under control, we have to put you on the ventilator. Now, once he said ventilator, that's when Jesus said, you keep your focus, your eyes on me. Don't take your eyes on me. So once he said that, that's when I heard Jesus voice in my spirit mm. to keep his eyes on him. And at that point, everything changed uh, for me uh, as far as. And, and again, it's not to take anything from the doctors, mm-hmm. but we have to remember the doctors are always practicing medicine. Mm. Right. Yes. They're following protocol. So yes. he's saying thing incorrectly. Mm-hmm. He probably deals with hundreds of cases of these a day. Yes. So all he was doing was relaying information. So I wasn't mad at the doctor. Mm-hmm. But once Jesus spoke to me, Jesus overrules the doctor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's not, Jesus never practices medicine. Mm-hmm. He's a great physician. Yes. So at that moment, he told me to keep his eyes on me. No matter how many tubes I had in my body, I had the oxygen mask on, the thing in my nose, all these machines beeping. I was steady focused on him and focusing on Jesus. Wow. You know, that is so important because you said keeping your eyes on Jesus, kind of like Peter when he was walking on the water and he took his yeah. eyes off Jesus and he began to sink. There are a lot it. of there's a lot of people that are going through different things, not just a COVID experience, but they're going through divorce. They're going through mm-hmm. major challenges. This is a world of competition, change, overwhelming comp- complexity. How do you, what would you say to a person who does not understand uh, they're going through a challenge, but it's for God's purpose. You know, there's a scripture that says all things work together for the good to those who love God and who are called according to, you know, his plan or purpose. Mm-hmm. What will you say to people that are going through a challenge like that? And they're saying, God, why me? I don't understand why you allow mm-hmm. this to happen to my family, whether it was a death in the family, whether it was a financial hardship, they're going through that valley moment, but they don't understand. And you've been there. What do you say to a person that needs to know that this challenge they're going through is for a purpose? You know, uh, I believe a lot of believers don't really understand God's word. 
uh, and when you read it and really reading and not from a someone from a poor pit that's reading it to you. Okay. But you're spending that time, not just on Sunday, but throughout the week in his word. Then you realize how God operates. Mm. The biggest thing, Sheila, is that believers don't know how he operates. He's mm. a God of order. Wow. All through the Bible, he put people through tests, mm. right? And mm. he was testing their faith. Mm-hmm. He did with Abraham. He said, hey, take your son up here and sacrifice your son. Mm-hmm. That was a test of his faith. Yes. He knew he had no intention of killing his wanting him to kill his son, right. but he had to make sure his faith was unbreakable. Mm. And when God put us through those through those tests, he's testing our faith. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to say we got faith in God until you're going through a test. Yes, yes, yes. Just like Peter. Mm-hmm. He said, Jesus, I want to come out there in that water. You said, come on. He <laughs> just started walking. He had that faith. And all of a sudden, the storm doesn't go away. Mm. COVID didn't go away. Wow. It didn't go away from it. it, it mm. The noise of the machines did not leave me mm-hmm. at all because he's testing my faith. Do I really believe in his word? Mm-hmm. Do I stand in his word? Mm. He put in my spirit a long time ago. He said, Antoine, do you believe in do you believe in me or do you believe me? Mm. Wow. Wow. See, we believe in God, but do we believe him? Mm. Do we believe his promises? Do we believe his word? Right. So what I'd like to say to anyone is that understand that when God has you through a storm and the Bible says that there will be trials and tribulations. Yes. But he didn't leave us there. He said, I will overcome the world. Mm. So even mm-hmm. though we're going through, you know, my mother died four years from uh, uh, stage four cancer. It's a story in that that God revealed to me. Mm. All these things of what God is doing is testing our faith. And if we understand his word, we understand how he operates. We understand that he's never going to leave us in the storm. Mm, mm. He's going to get us through the storm, but we have to walk it out. Wow. Faith is all about movement. Wow. Uh, wow. Uh, again, so we have to walk it out. Wow. I, I love that. Faith is all about movement, you know, and, and that's like, uh, Peter getting out of the boat. There was movement, yeah. but he had to have faith. I, I love that faith yes. is all about movement. And you said that a lot of Christians don't understand that you're going through something that you have to be unbreakable. God is just testing you. And so whatever Correct. challenge a person is going through, whatever is going on that they don't understand, you know, that mm-hmm. word unbreakable has the word able mm-hmm. in it. So he's yes. able to 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 keep you in the midst of your, you feel your breaking point. He's still Correct. able to keep it together. He's still yes. able to take you through. He's still able to help you see a way out of no way. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's amazing because even though like the story you said where Abraham was going through and he was being tested, God yeah. knew that he was going to do what he was going to do. But Abraham still came through, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. so that that that's really such a beautiful story. I love that, that, you know, faith is mo- move, moving. It's not standing still. It's action. It's an action yes. word. And, and that's really, really important. You know, one of the things that God showed me was when I have you through a storm, what are you learning? What lesson are you learning? Mm. COVID, listen, there's a lot of people, even non-believers, who don't go on the ventilator. Mm. Mm. It wasn't about the ventilator. Yeah. It was about me, him, identifying what I was called to do. Okay. The lesson was what I created you to do. Mm-hmm. It had nothing to do with the ventilator. It was just what he used to get my attention. Mm. So, because like I said, non-believers have COVID, they go in there and don't go on the ventilator. Right, it right, was all right. About what am I learning in this lesson? And my wow. lesson 
during that was learning that I have to do what I've been created to do. Wow. That was the lesson for me. And everybody's lesson is different. Mm. And you have to be, because we have to remember, Shirley, he created us for his purpose. Mm. It wasn't like he was sitting around bored, Mm. didn't have anything to do. He created us for a particular reason. And we have to hone in on that to find out what that reason is. That is so awesome. You know, it's kind of like, you know, he created us for a purpose. God knew what he was doing at the beginning. Correct. Yes. And and it's like, you know, you look at Genesis and, you you know, they say in the beginning, God created. But, you know, I like to think about it when it says in the beginning, God, he 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 started start before start started. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's not <laughs> like it was just he was just sitting around. God yeah. started start before start started. He started. He he began the beginning. You know what I'm saying? He was yes. before all of this. He's not locked into a time zone like we yes. are as humans. He's eternal. He's forever. And it's so awesome because he put us in this time frame, but he's not operating in a time frame. So Correct. therefore, you know, we're like, OK, God, what's going to happen? When is it going to happen? He's not operating by a clock. He could mm-hmm. literally do some things that's, and it seems like miracles to us when things happen because we're like, wow, yeah. that happened in so many days. And, and and God is like, it's really nothing, you know, to yes. him because he can, he can move things along at, at, at just, I mean, the speed of light is just something that he created. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? And man is so amazed. I was listening the other day until how they were saying in science, some of the scientists were saying there's over 500,000 500, galaxies that they're looking at. And they're saying the frustrating thing is there's so many more. And so when we look up at the sky, we see the sky, we see the stars, and even with certain kind of um, equipment, we can see, Mm -hmm. you know, you can see the planets and things like that. But there's so much more out there because we serve a big God. You know, he's so incredible, you know, and it's amazing to think about the other planets. And so the science are saying Mm -hmm. there's more planets out there. There's more stars. And it's amazing to think about there's it's, it's more than just us. I mean, he created yeah. this big, huge universe and we're just a small little dot compared to everything else out there because mm-hmm. God is so big. And so it's amazing when you say that, you know, he's he's unbreakable. You know what yes. I'm saying? He's, he's going through things and he's taking us through things. He's able, you know, to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all we can ask. We're going to take a commercial break here and we're going to come back and talk to Antoine Walker, Pastor Antoine Walker, about some of his story of how God has brought him through some of the transformations in his life. Stay tuned. Imagine yourself being pampered from head to toe, surrendering to the aromas of sweet serenity. Welcome to Libby's Soaps and Candles. Your destination for comfort and relaxation begins here. Visit us at Libby'sSoapsAndCandles.com to learn more about our exotic products. Okay, we are back with Pastor Antoine Walker, a man of God who has been through some trauma recently, but God has brought him through, showed him in his life that he is unbreakable. And he is here today to share his story about what God has done with him, bringing him through COVID. He's a COVID survivor, not only him, but his wife also has been uh, has come through that illness and is victorious on the other side. And we're so glad today. Um, there's a lot going on 
on in his life. God has gifted him with so much. He's he's preaching, he's teaching. He's just really, really saying yes to God in a way that has never been seen before in his life. And I know that his whole family, <laughs> I know his whole family is pretty excited because he's answered the call. He's truly in the army of the Lord. Now he's on the front line. He came from the back of the line to the front line. He's not in the crowd of the army. He's standing as one of God's generals. And so we are so excited about that. Um, Antoine, we want to talk a little bit about also about uh, Walkers United. We are Walkers United. I know this was something that was going on before you had had your illness, but uh, what is Walker? We are Walkers United. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, it's taken on many, many uh, uh, different, when the Lord brought that to my spirit, probably about five or six years ago, mm-hmm. uh, that uh, he wanted uh, He wanted me to start an organization, a non-for-profit, we are Walker United. But what I didn't realize, and of course my wife being a prophet, what he was referring to was uniting my family. Oh, that's, okay. what he was, that's what he was referring to in that moment. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Because at that time, when I started We Are Walkers United, I wasn't, I wasn't the head of my home. Mm. Uh, so it, it was a lot of things that were going on inside of my home. From the outside, it looked pretty. Okay. But inside, there was a lot of things that were going on because I didn't step into the assignment okay. that God has called all me to do, and that's to be the head of the home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so what he wanted me to do in that moment was to unite the Walker family first. Okay, okay. Uh, and so that's how that's playing out. And then it's fun out to real talk with the walkers uh, mm. that me and my wife did. And our primary focus is, is really, when we look back, is to teach people how to pray, walk with God every day. Okay. Uh, that, and, and we got three simple principles. That's mm-hmm. number one, mm-hmm. to help heal the brokenhearted and to set the captives free from bondage mm-hmm. and to come together as one community mm. to help each other to build a strong and powerful life in Jesus Christ. Wow. Wow. We That's it. it's, are it's Walkers a, United. Correct. That And under We Are Walkers United, different things will be coming out of that, like Testimony Tuesday, uh, The Truth. Mm-hmm. Now God has me doing God's Daily Word, where he wants me to come on every single morning to, uh, and she, he doesn't even give me the topic to sometime 10 minutes before I go on. Wow. Uh, wow. So he, he wants me to do that every single day. Mm. It's called God's Daily Word. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then eventually with Danielle, he has Danielle starting to do some things too that will be all under that umbrella, under We Are Walkers United. Wow. That is so interesting. You said Testimony Tuesday. Uh, why Tuesday? Is there, you know, you just chose Tuesday? I love that Testimony Tuesday. It has that that ring to it. <laughs> Testimony <laughs> Tuesday. Well, at first I, I chose Faith Friday. Mm. And I was talking to one of my board members who are, I got, I got board members on We Are Walkers United. Okay. And uh, he was talking, he said, pray to God about it. Maybe you should change it because it's all about people's testimony. Mm. Maybe you should change the testimony Tuesday. I said, testimony Tuesday? I said, man, that sounds pretty good. So I took it back to the Lord uh, and the Lord changed it from Faith Friday to mm. Testimony Tuesday. Mm. Uh, mm. So that's, that, that's where that title came from. Uh, it, it came from one of my board members. Wow. And you know, you, in your, in your truth, the truth videos that you did, um, I was watching one of those and one of the messages that you had in that you talked about, let Jesus undo the damage in your life. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know, that's a mic drop. 
let Jesus undo <laughs> the damage in your life. And 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 people have so much damage. I mean, they have more issues than Scott Roll tissues. There's a lot going on <laughs> in their life, a lot going in the world. And so with all of this damage that's going on, not only just the health damage that, you know, we talked about COVID earlier in the pandemic, how it has mm-hmm. affected not only America, but affected the world. But you have yes. all of this uh, unrest, social unrest that's going on at the same time. You have po- a political climate that is just up and down, up and down. And people are very, some people can't even have Thanksgiving dinner together mm-hmm. because they're on opposite sides of the of the, of the the board there and of their views. So with all of this damage that's going on in the world and even in the home, because children are being homeschooled, some of them, and they don't like it. And the parents are in the closet and the pa- yeah. kids are looking for them. They're like, where's mom? Where's dad? You know, <laughs> there's a story about this one uh, guy named Larry. And, and he was like, mom, I don't want to go to school today. Mom, Larry, you have to go to school. Mom, I don't want to go to school. Larry, mm-hmm. you have to go to school. Mom, I don't want to go to school. And she said, Larry, you have to go to school. You're the principal. <laughs> and, so, and so people are just going through some things, so much damage. Can you talk a little bit about that message? Let Jesus undo the damage in your life. How does that come about? And what can a person do to position themselves to just let go and let God fix it for them? Mm-hmm. Well, it is, you know, that message came about, uh, again, Jesus put in my spirit and he, uh, he said, what did I die for? Mm. I said, well, you died for us to have eternal life. He said, is that it? Mm. I'm like, what do you mean is that it? Uh, and, and I'm talking to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I died more than for you just to have eternal life. Wow. Eternal life is the end game. Mm. Right? It's the end game. Now, when we look at the end game, that means, I mean, I'll be 50 this year. I might not die for another 60 years. Okay. Okay. So what do I do between now and the next 60 years? Mm. Wait till I die to go to heaven to receive all the promises that he's promised to give me here on earth. Mm. He said, I didn't take all that physical and mental abuse just for you to go to heaven. I took it for you so you can live a a, a life of abundance. Mm. And but what's happening, Sheila, is that, again, brothers and sisters in Christ are not that they are not allowing Jesus to do the work. Mm. Okay. They're trying to do the work themselves. Okay. They're not okay. going to him to find out, well, how do I save my marriage? Mm. Okay, well, if he created marriage, he's the creator of it. The answer lies within him. Okay. Right? Why do I, if he healed this person, why can't he heal me? Mm. If he if he got this person, if he talks about finances, why can't he help me with my finances? Okay. It just goes back to us not understanding how he operates. Yes. The big picture of it is that he died for our sins. So we can have eternal life. And mm. again, that's the end game. Okay. But when does that happen? Mm. Another 50 years, 60 years for some of us. So what do we do? We live broken for the next 50 or 60 years. Wow. It was never supposed to be that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have to turn to him and we have to allow him to do the work. Mm-hmm. And it's a simple process for me. Yeah. If what you're doing is not working, okay, then, then give him a try. You know, that's that's the way I look at it. If you mm. if your marriage is still not coming together, and you've been to all these counselors, nothing okay. against counselors, right? Again, right. that you know, God put them there for a reason. But if you if if it's not working, well, try Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Try Jesus. Mm-hmm. The only reason that me and Daniel are married to this day, mm. and we did it seventeen years incorrectly, wow. was I finally, as a man, 
turned it over to him and became submissive under him, mm. under his authority, and said, you have to fix me to get me in alignment with you to save my marriage. Mm. Mm. Wow. That's powerful. That's so powerful. You know, you really are um, impacting the world. Like I said earlier, you know, you were in telecommunications for so many years. Mm -hmm. And now because of the things you're doing, being on television, having these different shows, um, impacting the world in the social media uh, arena, um, it's really, really exciting to see the things that are going on and how God is just opening up your life like a flower and how it's blooming. You know, you, 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 you know, he told you to go to a certain place and you you went to that particular place and now you're growing, you're thriving. And it's really mm -hmm. a beautiful thing to see how your gifts are just coming forward. And all of that, that he's put inside of you is just, is coming out and it's making yes. an impact and people are receiving it and things like that. That is, that is such, such a blessing for the body, because you're you're speaking to everyone, like you said, to his mm -hmm. children, wherever they are, whatever they're doing, whatever is going on, you're speaking to them, letting them know that not only is God able to do it, but if you're going through a challenge, if you're going through something like what you went through, that he's still there, a very yes. present help in the time of their need. And so that's what's so exciting and so impactful. Um, and it's very, very inspiring it's very, very inspiring because people need Jesus at the end of the day. I think that's right. what you're saying. At the end of the day, with broken hearts and broken dreams and things that are going on in their life, at the end of the day, people need to know that there is someone that cares. There is someone that can stick closer than a brother and mm -hmm. things like that. Um, another thing I want to ask you about is what's next for We Are Walkers United? Because I know you have these Testimony Tuesday. You have, you know, some things going with, with the truth. What are some of the other things that you would like to see God do through you, through this organization, We Are Walkers United? Well, I've learned, and I've learned the hard way. Because, I, you know, I've been, I can sometimes get extremely impatient. <laughs> uh, and again, when God called me to be a pastor, he said, you just take things in steps. I operate in order. I do, don't try to go before me, ahead of me, because it's not going to work. Mm. Uh, so all the things that have been happening, the first thing, the first thing he wanted me to do to us to accept the call. Okay. That's okay. number one. Okay. So that was the first step. The second step, he wanted me to be in the Bible every single day during the year Bible program. Mm. So I do that every day. That's number two. Okay. And then all these other doors start to open. Mm. Uh, recently, my uncle's he's in the film industry okay. uh, in San Francisco. He's been in some, he's not a Denzel Washington, but he's been <laughs> in a lot of movies and commercials. Okay. Uh, and he wants to take our story, the COVID story, mm -hmm. and put it in, into a short film. Okay. Okay. So that's the next step now. We're working with him to, uh, he's going to present our story to the, to the film industry. Okay. Uh, and see where the Lord takes it from there. Mm. That's what we're working on now. Wow. Wow. That's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing. Now, you know, um, I would like for you to just say a moment of prayer for someone that may be going through something difficult, whether it's a challenge, whether they don't understand their purpose or their mm -hmm. calling, whether they're just afraid to just step out like Peter stepped out of the boat and just said, okay, I'm going to go do it. Um, someone that says, okay, I'm going to take the step. Now they're out there and they're afraid. And gotcha. they think like they're sinking or I didn't know it was going to be this much entailed. I thought that it was going to be an easier road. Can you mm -hmm. just say a moment of prayer for someone out there that needs help and they're looking for a 911 
not realizing that, you know, God is right there able to help them to hold their hands, yes. to help them to be strong in the area where they think that they can't stand. Can we just have a moment of prayer for them? Yeah. Uh, Holy Spirit, let it be all of you and none of me. Dear Heavenly Father, those who will be listening to this broadcast, I want you to understand and realize that his word, Jesus said, he will be with you to the end of time. So whatever struggle that you're going with through at that moment, understand that Jesus is in the same struggle with you. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. So my prayer for you today is that you stand in his word, you stand in his truth, and you stand in his promises. Because the Bible says my word does not come back void. And I pray that all my brothers and sisters in Christ seek a deeper relationship with him. Understand how he operates. Seek him. Seek him for all your needs. He is the, he, I mean, he is the, the, the way maker, the miracle worker. You're talking to someone who was offered oxygen a week later out of the hospital when they told me it would be two months later. And Lord, I just pray that you continue to, to guide them, open their eyes and their ears and get them to understand that you will be with them forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You know, how can our listeners get in contact with you, Pastor Walker, to learn more about your ministry, things that are going on, possibly to be a guest on one of your shows? They can email us at wearewalkersunited at gmail.com. That's the best way to get in contact with us. Okay. So if they're interested in, in, in being on Testimony Tuesday, uh, they can they can email us that way and then we'll, we'll reach out to them. Okay. Well, friends, we're almost out of time. We want to thank you for listening. If you did not hear the entire broadcast, please visit our website for updates and more information. Also to hear more about We Are Walkers United, please leave a comment or on www.roadtoeternity.net. And remember, you are uniquely designed and strategically gifted to impact the world. Thank you so much, Pastor Walker. We'll look forward to seeing your story on the big screen. Thank you for listening to Gifted with Sheila White. We hope you understand how your gifts can make an impact on the world. Gifted with Sheila White is produced by Road to Eternity, a film and television production company.